What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Savage Corner. Number six, I think. Man, we're really getting up there. You know what time it is. If you guys haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you turn on notifications so you can stay up to date with everything Savage Corner. Of course, I'm here tonight with the lovely Miss Summer Dean. Hey, hey how are you doing tonight, I'm great. How are you, my love? Ah, uh, good. good, good, good. It's been a busy, busy, busy day. So I got to tell you uh, <laughs> what happened this morning um, on the way to taking Jonathan's school. So I get there and he, um, I drop him off. And I noticed right away, like the parking lot, there wasn't many cars there. Okay. Right? So I drop him off. He looks weird. Like he's out of place. Normal teenager. <laughs> and then he walks into the building and then I don't even get but five minutes down the road. I got a text message and he ain't got no power. No power in the school whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I'm like, what hell? So I kind of pulled over for a minute or two. I'm text messaging back and forth, but he just blew my mind because at one point he sends me a picture, right? And there's in, in the picture, all the kids are sitting in their classroom seats using their phones as a flashlight. Okay. So when we were in school, <laughs> I don't even know let us do that, first of all. They'd have been like, nah, y'all going home. <laughs> but, you know, they were going to try to attempt to go for it, which I appreciated. But it was just it was just weird. So I wanted to tell you that because, I mean, just just think, was there ever a time that just the power went out and did you stay in the class? I, I think that would push us outside like a fire drill, right? Um... No, because we had hurricanes and half the time our air didn't work and we didn't, we didn't get to go home. <laughs> well, so that's the difference now, right? So now, right, it's all digital. So they have to use um, their laptops and the Wi-Fi. So without power, they are absolutely <laughs> rendered useless. What <laughs> happens? What happens? Oh, my goodness gracious. What really, like the whole world melts down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just, it, again, it made me think that when we were kids, like, what, what, what would have happened, you know, first of all? Second of all, like, they will find any reason to shut these schools down now. Like, we didn't get this luxury. I didn't have AC in my high school. We All right, so I'll take that back. My freshman year, we didn't have AC. We did my sophomore through senior years. But the freshman year, like, we, if it was too hot outside, they did have to send us home. Yeah, because it was 119 degrees in the classroom. Here in Virginia, we're not equipped. Yeah, in Virginia, we're not equipped for MS. So, never time that y'all got sent home because your power was out, right? Uh, no, because they just make us go outside. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I don't ever remember. I don't ever remember being sent home because it was too hot in the school. Like if something was going on, or like they yeah. still cooked for us and everything. No, when Corbin and Carson went to school in Hawaii, I, yeah. I don't believe that all of the the buildings were air conditioned, and, and but they would go to school in like shorts and shirts that they could take off, and you know, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just insane if you ask me, because. It just seems like they have missed so much school. I mean, when you were when you were here visiting, like, I mean, I want to say there was like three or four days where he didn't go because the power was out. You know, it, it's just it's it's so odd this school, and it is an alternative school because he's going to school for coding, um, or you know, computer uh, 
computer programming. So, <laughs> dude, you just said alternative school. Hold on, you said alternative school. You know where my my mind went? <gasps> the bad kid school. It's not the bad kid school. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's why I had to come back in and tell the people he's not a bad kid. He's a smart kid. No. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason why I had to say it that way because. So he's not a bad kid. He's a smart kid. He's in a, a computer um, programming school. So if he completes all these classes, then he can actually have a degree in coding coming out of high school. So that's the reason why it's set up the way it is. But being it's a programming school, like they rely heavily on the internet. So even when I got there, like the lady was like, um, I, I have no way of telling your student to come down here. Did you call him? <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, I mean, schools are just, it just seems like it's wild. Because even when he was in a regular high school or middle school, because he just started high school as a freshman, it was kind of the same way. It's just like it seems like they had way more time off of school for, for situations than we did. You know? See, in, in Corbin and Carson, like, it's so much different because they could, like, leave school and go get lunch, like, walk down the, down the road a little bit, go get lunch, and go back to school if they wanted. Yeah, like they yeah. didn't have like in whatever they moved from the Hawaii back to stateside, they were like felt they were like locked in. Like everybody yeah. had, mm -hmm. you know, this and that and the phone and and people were tracking them and it was just like a lot to a lot of information all at one time, I think. For them. Yeah. Yeah. And even with even so with them, so they didn't have a way so they don't have a kitchen in the school. So what they do is they get the lunch from another school, but they they keep it warm or cold at this school, right? So being that all that stuff was not working, they they weren't going to be able to supply lunch, so they had to cancel school. Um, um, but they did reopen the school, but by then he only would have had a few hours left. I wasn't going to take him across town to do that. Yeah, you know, so he stayed home the whole day. So hey. You know what? His prayers were answered the minute he said, "Yes, I have to go back home." Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know that. <laughs> but it just, like I said, it blew my mind to me think about school when we were younger, you know? Yeah, so. that's funny. You know, other than that, I, um, <laughs> other than that, I, you know, worked on social media today, uh, heavy, heavy, heavy social media today, um, and trying to figure out if we're going to move the podcast um, to a different editor and also to a different host um, and a bunch of other stuff as well, too, so. And then, you know, working with the book, um, if, uh, if the audience doesn't know, we have released a book, it's called Savage Shadows, um, and it's a, it's a journal, uh, slash shadow workbook, um, that will put you in the right place, uh, to start a healing journey. So, um, it's a burn book is what they call it. So you basically jot down on the pages. Actually, I have one of the pages right here. So basically you would just read the question. There's an example there to help you, uh, but you know, the answers that you should be thinking about at least. Um, you would fill it out here, then you go to the next question, read the example, and then you fill it out here. Um, and then the cool thing about this book is that you print it off. It's an ebook. So if you don't want nobody to see it, you set it on fire. That's why they call it a burn book. So that way you can get out of your emotions or process emotions without having anybody else to to see it. So you've been now uh, working a little bit with the book. What do you what do you think about it? Oh my goodness. So I have done a bunch of journals like this and this one is 
definitely sending me back through those those same like emotions like whenever you're you're angry and you're mad and you're and you're sad and you're depressed like it puts you back in there but then it puts you back in there for what you've already been through and to see kind of like how far you came and and it really it's it's really opened my eyes and even made me make decisions in my life so and I think I'm on I'm still on chapter one like I haven't even I've been through the first four pages and I'm like I cannot believe we did this <laughs> yeah yeah that's the way it's supposed to work unfortunately yeah. so but you were working on your mural today right the wall oh yes honey oh yes it is looking absolutely fantastic um they are great people and I get to do this really cool big cross and it has like sunshine behind it and they are a mission that just helps the community and the homeless and does adult education just a whole bunch of great stuff for the community and like when they I we were drawing it and I think that we worked we have been going back and forth on just an all-around design for probably a month and a half like the whole time that I was at your house remember like I was just like we just can't figure it out and we finally nailed something down I got there drew off the placement on and it's just like flowing naturally and great and it looks beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to get it so this is an outreach center right yes that's awesome yeah that's awesome so uh, a community a community center and you're doing uh, artwork onto the walls to let them um, know the services that the community center actually offers basically right yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's amazing i know you love doing that <laughs> i do you know yeah so what else happened in summer like that? oh well i got up this morning early and did a few mom things and my granddad got married this weekend, which you knew that, but I just wanted everybody else to know that, that he's 86. Yeah. And I want to congratulate him and his new wife, Miss Marlene. And yeah. it was pretty great. And it was super sweet. And they are just, they'll be great for one another. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and to, to me, to me, it's awesome. And I know a lot of people out there. If you've never been in a situation where somebody like your grandparents are getting remarried to somebody else, for some families and for some family members, it's odd. Um, and they don't like it. They get frustrated. They get angry. Um, but I, my grandfather remarried several times, actually. Um, he kept outliving wives, didn't want to be alone. He found good people. And we accepted every one of them into our family, you know. But um, how, what is your your feel on it like how do you how do you feel about the situation i mean it was definitely i'm not I, i'm gonna it it was different and it was because that's all i've seen my entire life was him and my grandmother but i saw i also saw all of his struggles and it was it was a like loving daddy weird little moment and i thought it was perfect actually so i mean it, you everybody's gonna have their opinions and their own opinion but 
that man did right by his wife and his family and he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And I mean, that's it. And that's why I never understood the discussion because at the end of the day, that's their life. And if that's what they want to do with it, then all you want to do is support them because why would you not want them to be happy? Yeah. You know, what is it in people that doesn't want them to be happy? You know, it, we, I try to, you know, I've tried my best to see this in so many and different be directions. be supportive. Like, be supportive if that's right. what they want. Right. It does, you don't have to live that life. Just let them do yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there were plenty of people in my family that were against him remarrying. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, it was just, it's, it made it a weird situation altogether. And I just, you know, it, whatever makes them happy. You know, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. They, they like, you know, a little bit more life to live. Let them live it. That's, you know, that's what I think too. Yeah. Unless they're getting into a dangerous position or can get things taken from them or somebody's trying to take advantage of them. Yeah. Um, I get that. But other than that, man, just, just let them be happy. You know? Everybody's happy. But, oh, man, I gotta go back to my day. And then I came home, and Corbin was making this amazing pasta dish. Um, and we ate. And I talked to you just for a few minutes, and then you put me back to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> here I am again, baby. Here I am again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we wanted to try something a little different tonight right yes. yeah the, the, so we had some people email us or message us questions of course but we're doing this everybody's going to be anonymous absolutely everybody is going to be anonymous so if you guys want to email us questions uh that we could try to answer on the podcast for you we'd love to hear the information you know so you can email us at the bearded savage uh llc at gmail.com um or you can try to reach out through dm uh, through instagram um, I will warn you ahead of time. Sometimes it's hard for us to go through all those DMs. And if I'm not following you back, you get kicked into a, a, a file that's hidden. Um, and I try to go through those as much as I can. So, um, you know, definitely reach out to us because we love to be able to continue to read these and try to help people and also to get feedback from y'all on how you feel about certain situations. We're not we're not the uh, the gurus or the end-alls or the know-everything. You know, we're just two people that have been through a lot of experiences we want to try to share them with you guys. So, do you got the uh, got the emails there in front of you? I do, buddy. I do. Well, I think I do, anyways. I know. <laughs> um, there's something going on outside. The people. I don't know. There's loud noises. So I can't hear through my end. So okay, good. Okay, so um, I will be honest. Like I, whenever. We get these messages and somebody says, gets it, wants advice or something like that. Just, just, we are answering y'all from past experience, just so everybody knows. And, and what we just, just as good humans want to guide you to do, but this is all what you want at the end, what you want. So without further ado, ready? <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, so this person says, I'm so frustrated because this guy I am dating completely blocked me. He ignores me. And then weeks later, I hear from him again. Mm-hmm. Oh. No. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. He's, uh, so that's, 
and, and I hate guys with this mentality because to me, it's just, it's, it's terrible. They're, they're literally keeping her on a short leash. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got somebody else or he's got somebody else in mind and he doesn't want to keep you so far that you disappear, but he doesn't want to keep you close enough because the other option to him is, is better, which is probably not. <laughs> It's usually not, um, but that is, I, I hate it when a guy makes this move. And that's what people have to realize from the man's side. So if, if you don't know, it, the love at first sight, that's a male thing. It takes males a split second to fall in love versus a female. It takes them a few weeks, actually. So if that man is not all the way up your rear end at the beginning, he's either doing his best to control that, which is a good thing, um, or he is not interested. And you can normally tell the difference between the two. Um, but it's it, it when somebody says that they keep disappearing and keep coming back and keep disappearing and keep coming back, they are literally using you or holding on to uh, a piece of you so that you don't leave. They're trying to keep your interest because they're fielding out other options. So you don't want to deal with it, then don't deal with it. You know, so. Yeah. I can see that. And I'm just like, no, bye. Whenever they do that, like, or when they, when they used to do that and they might text me a couple of weeks later and I send back video chats that says, Hey dude, uh -huh. one chance. Yeah. You didn't blow my mind. Peace out. Right. Yeah. Block. <laughs> and that's what, and that's what I always say. I mean, I said it a thousand times and and reels and Instagrams and I mean, uh, reels and, and TikToks and like, just look at their feet, not their mouth. Don't listen to what they say. Look at how they move. If they don't move the way you want them to move, then don't, don't waste your time. You know, just, it, it, it is what it is. Now, if you start to move and that person comes along, okay, well then see if you want to entertain it, but don't allow them to dictate everything like that. If they're not reaching out to you, and you're reaching out to them, cut them off. Cut them off. Yeah, it was like clockwork whenever Wes and I, like, he came into, the, like, I don't know if y'all know the story, but he came into my TikTok live through a, a friend, and he saw me, he fell in love with me, and then, <laughs> and then I unballed him a few times. And then, and, and then, <laughs> and then we just fell in love. And, but from that first night that he came on my live after that live, he sent me his Snapchat. He sent me a way to reach out. So I was like, Ooh, okay, let's call him. I, I got on that Snapchat and called him and he answered. So, yeah. I mean, because I, I, I don't deal with men that can't be responsive to me. It's because I have an intention with you. If you can't give, if you have no intention, then I'm okay with that. Right. Right. So I think that's, and I think that's where women get that. Like, they're like, oh, he gave me a little bit of attention. He must be interested. No, I totally flirted with you because I thought you were cute. No. I did all the right things, obviously. Right. So. Right. And that's what they, that, and that's what they mean when they say, because I've heard it a thousand times. I even did the quote as well, too. And until that person shows you their full intent with not only words, but with actions, you continue to date and you continue to call people back and you continue 
to respond to messages because until that person's intent is obvious, then then you you're waste you're gonna waste your time. Absolutely. You know, so um and it's like with you, I almost didn't answer that phone call because I was like, whoa, like I mean I just gave this girl's gonna be crazy is what I is what I thought. I'm gonna say don't be honest. I mean but the audience, you know, especially if you are able to comment whatever podcast you're listening to, like, <laughs> help me out here. Because <laughs> you give somebody your number and they call you immediately. I was like, whoa, all right, all right. But there was something there and I knew it was. So I did answer it. And I'm glad that I did. Don't get me wrong. But I remember looking at my phone. I was like, I, and it, it wasn't even a phone call, y'all. It was a video chat. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh. Like my hair, oh God, like I gotta put a hat on. <laughs> you were just on my live, Wes. Yeah, but I, I had gotten I had gotten off and thinking that I was just, you know, I took my hat off, got out of my chair. Oh, you know, okay. and then all of a sudden it's ringing video chat. And I'm like, oh Lord. Uh, <laughs> I just wasn't ready for it. Got me on guard. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the way it usually works. <laughs> I said, here I am, baby. Right. Right, right, right. But I mean, it's it to me. Like I said, with people, when you date with an intention, and it's crazy because we're actually getting ready, we're working on a course right now for people to, to join. Um, it's called Dating with Intent. Um, and you know, you have to have an intent. You know, it, you're you're going into something where you could you could quite possibly find someone to spend the rest of your life with, and you're not going to go in with boundaries and intentions. Just kind of blows my mind. It's like. You know, just do you do you just go by the first car you see? Do you just go by the first house that you see? No. Um, did so you had several promotions that you were offered, but you took the job that had the least amount of of pay for it? Like, I mean, it just it, it, be serious about your day. Yeah. You know, it, you don't have to be, um, you know, somebody that doesn't call anybody back. You don't have to be some of these people that serial date, but you know, date with an intention. Date with the idea and the practice and the boundaries um, to ensure that this crap doesn't happen. You know, so that's exactly what this person is doing: just keeping them on a leash. Yeah, that I, I can honestly say I, I've never had that. Yeah. So yeah. I can't even oh, imagine. I have, I, just, I have plenty of times, but I just didn't stand for it. You know. Yeah. I might enter like I said, I might enter it the first time because I moved in a direction and you reached back out. Cool. But then we do it again. Nah, I'm good. I just went on to you. So <laughs> now you mirrored the effort. I put an effort, you gave it back. I put an effort, you gave it back, and then you started putting an effort, and I gave it back. And that's what you're supposed to do: mirror the effort. You know, just it should be a real easy flow. There shouldn't be a process or trying. You know, so when we say these things, don't think like it. You know, it it's going to happen the first time. First of all, second of all, you shouldn't have to work at it. It should just evenly flow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Reciprocated. Reciprocated. Mirrored. All these big words. All of those big words. <laughs> hey, here's another one. Um, my question is, how do you know when to work on a relationship and when to cut it loose? Mm. This is a... Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna... um, Go ahead, buddy. I'm going to let you do this one. Um, 
So, of course, it's going to be depending on the scenario. If it's abuse, get out. If it's uh, financial suicide, and I think you guys know what I mean by that, where you've lost home, you've lost car, you've lost everything you have, then you got to do what you got to do. But be careful with what you run away from because sometimes you should be working things out. So, but at the end of the day, to me, it's what are you willing to continue to work with? You can use the word put up with there, um, but that to me sounds a little harsh, but it's really what it is. What are you willing to work on with that person? Because if your willingness is not there, it's not going to work. You know, so really that choice to me is what's inside you. Do you want to continue to foster this relationship? If you don't, then you, the intent's not there. Then you have to sever ties because it will take the both of y'all, you know, be able to, to, to move forward and it can't be one-sided. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it, again, if it's, you know, these really, really harsh things, then yeah, get out, run, don't even look back. Um, but if it's something small or minor, you know, it's something that's repetitive, you know, again, are you willing to continue to work with that person on that? If not, then you got to go, you know? So, but you got to come to a decision. Letting it happen over and over again is not, not the decision, you know? Yeah. Um, I was trying to find a quote that I, that I actually did the other day and I can't find it right off the top of my head, but it kind of had to do with this, but I can't find it. So we're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> What is your thoughts on it then, period? Um, I think that there are some things that just, that you can't recover from as women. Um, and one is we, we put all of our trust into our partners and if that trust is broken, that that's hard to get over as a woman and not to remember that. And because we, because I would never think to do that to you. And I thought that it was back and forth. So, you know, it's just some of those things, whenever I was begging for attention, I couldn't get over the fact that I even had to beg that I even let myself beg for attention. So for me, I had to take myself out of that situation because I knew it was best for me because I will not beg anybody for attention. Right. Right. And you shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. That, that's, that's another one of those things on that list where if you are literally begging um, for somebody to, to pay attention to you or to even work on things that obviously need to be worked on um, and they're not reciprocating it, then it's about time. I mean, it really is because, again, if, if there's no willingness between the other partner, then you're just going to go in circles. And and that's where it's funny, it's funny that we're talking about this right now because for people that have just followed and never looked into the background of it, that's where the name Savage comes from because I am giving advice or talking to people. I mean, when I first got started, that was actually uh, the Bearded Alpha. I think it's what it was, if I remember correctly. Um, but as I got to talking to people because I was in a healed place and most of these people were in a non-healed place, they would ask me something and I would like, just do it, you know? And they're like, Jesus, that's savage. And I'm like, nah, it's just from a healed place. <laughs> Once you get there, it, you really do look back and say, man, I, why did I put up with any of this mess? You know, that's, it wasn't, it wasn't 
it wasn't the right thing to do, you know? So, and that's where the name Savage came in because it sounds, from an unhealed person, some of the advice that we might give, it's just, it's going to sound like, well, I just said, yeah, that's really the basis. Like, what are you willing to put up with? <clears throat> if you're, if you're continuing to willing, if you're willing, if you're going to willingly continue to let this person walk all over you, then do it. But wait, but in, and if you can't make that decision, then look at how you speak to yourself. Right. And look how much you beat yourself up. Whatever you, whatever you do to yourself, you let someone else do to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, read your uh, words. Right, right. No, I had a, a, a young lady. I didn't really click on the account. Didn't really d dig into it much. I could tell age bracket and most of the women that follow me are usually between the ages of 30 and 50 you know but the what she actually put in the comment of my quote was what if everybody thinks i'm weird and i think i'm weird too and i was just like what and so my response was first of all you're not weird because there's a whole group of five hundred thousand people in instagram that think just like you do and second of all don't you ever stop being your own kind of beautiful you know, and, and that's because it, it's, it blew my mind, but it's, it made me remind, it reminded me of myself, like when I first started going through Instagram, TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. So I got on there, recorded a couple of videos. It was TikTok actually when I first started and I put them out. And next thing I know, I had a, a whole stack of women, not a single one, I had a whole stack of women telling me that I was attractive. And I said, Damn it. I didn't know I was attractive. I said that to a friend of mine. Hey, baby. Like, what? I said, I'm not, I'm not attractive. You know, so just digging a video out on TikTok regained my confidence within myself. And that's been several years ago, now two years ago, almost three. Um, but I had gotten to a place in my life where I did not feel attractive. I felt like I was the ugliest thing on the face of the earth. Because I was told <laughs> in my marriage that I was unattractive, lazy, fat, manipulative, all this stuff that I really wasn't. You know, I just, I wasn't. Um, but it was hard. So, I mean, let's see, when she said that I felt that right away, I was like, I remember that person and nobody told me at the time. So I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. You are not weird. Yeah. <laughs> you are not. Different is cool. Weird, you are not. You know what I mean? So. Ah, oh, it just kind of blew me up. You so. know what? I, I, I'm like I've been called weird my entire life. Well, weird and wild and whatever. I'm just yeah. like, actually, I'm not weird. You're weird. <laughs> That's my new response. Is no, I'm not weird. You're weird. Yeah, yeah, you're weird. Not yeah. me. <laughs> I am. I am perfectly normal in my own little universe. That's what I said. I said you, if you continue to be your own kind of beautiful, of course, that's one of my catchphrases. Okay. But yes. if you're getting to be your own, your own kind of beautiful, then the right people will will follow will follow in. They'll they'll they'll, they'll surround you. They'll love you for who you are because people can call bullshit. I don't, I don't care if they're if they're terrible people or not. They can call bullshit. And if you're trying to act like something is not your your authentic self, they're gonna know right away. So just be you, you know. Like I just ah. But again, I know that comes from a healed state, not an unhealed state. So it sounds harsh or doesn't sound like you can do it, but trust me, you you can do it. You're, you're special in your own kind of way. I don't care who you are. So Embrace it, folks. Embrace it. Okay.
Are we ready to go to the next one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we beat this beat this down the ground long enough. <laughs> okay. I just okay, so this is a um a message sent to Wes. I just want you to know I really appreciate you and your posts. They help me so much. I've been living overseas with my husband when last year my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. I went home stateside to help her through all her treatments and surgeries and and was away for nine months until my mom was cancer-free. I returned abroad to, my, to find myself disconnected from my husband. Turns out he started having an affair one month after I left. Worse, he's still seeing her and has zero remorse and actually blames me for him cheating. So I literally am in the process and leaving next week and moving back to my family so I can start the divorce process. I feel so crappy and it's such a low blow. I'm not even on the same continent as my family and going through all of this, I feel so alone. So I say... All this to say, your posts are helping me stay strong so I can get myself and for our babies to a safe place and heal and get my second chance at life free of lies and manipulation. Those still tear me out. <laughs> yeah. It really does. I'm going to start with the, the fact that I'm able to help somebody in that stage of life means the world to me. I mean, the absolute world to me. Um, it's the reason why I continue to do it because I knew how it felt to be completely alone, you know? Um, so that's, that's the first part. <laughs> um, the second part is, is that, does that sound like military to you? You had a, a military background, so. Yeah. And it's, it's very, it's very common and this is very, I'm going to say 99%. Like, just ridiculousness. So, yeah. uh, so unpack it. So, like, nine months is a terrible amount of time. And it, it would be weighing on the relationship, but... His he should have been willing to continue to do that. There was a, a sick family member. I mean, Jesus. I mean, we wait you know? on them because we they yeah. tell us we don't come in their bags. They tell us all of this stuff. So I mean, nobody waits. Nobody waits on us. Right, 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 right. So and then the the hugest part that I heard was hugest is that even the right you and, just, and, and, the, the biggest you part. That I heard on the back side of that was he blamed you because he cheated. Yeah. Um he, that's manipulation one oh one. You know, it and I got the same thing too. Like it, you know, it, at, at first they try to find everything they can not to be the bad person. So they result into doing things or saying things that don't make any freaking sense. Because at a healed state, what do you mean? <laughs> like I didn't force you upon that that person. So no, you did this on your own. Um, but so there was definitely manipulation there. Um, the other thing too is, um, I was going to be honest with you that that wasn't the first time. There's no way that the, you know, 30 days later, he's already with some woman because the thought process may not have been that woman. And it may that he may have been that he not cheated on you, 
but the thought process had been there for a very long time. Yeah. He just had the ability to act on it because you weren't there. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it, it's, it was already broken most likely. So most likely we're missing some of the story here, you know, but just, you know, speaking from what we're reading. Um, yeah. That person is manipulating you. He cheated on you. It sounds like you got your closure already, which is fantastic. And it sounds like you have a path to move on, which you definitely should do. Um, and then just continue to move forward, you know, but it's, I hate the, manip the manipulation portion. That is the hardest thing to deal with um, and, and not react to, too, because it's insanity for you to think that I had some reason for you to cheat on me. <laughs> I don't care what I did. <laughs> I don't care. You know? It's even an excuse I've ever heard in my life. It is your choice to do what you did, because even if I did do something wrong, you had the ability to leave me. Right? Yeah. You chose to go foster somebody else. That's your choice. Yeah. It's a choice. You know, so it's just a, <laughs> mm, 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 mm. what I'd like to do some of these guys to say the things that they say. But look, I'm gonna tell you flat out, women do it too. I mean women women do it too. You know, they'll 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 do the exact same thing the men do. You know? And when we say women are men, guys, we totally we know those roles go both ways. We get that comment a lot. Just so y'all know, we know this goes both ways. Like, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't expect anything less from one another. So, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Okay, babe, there's more. I know that you don't, I'm, I'm not trying to ruffle your tail feathers. I promise. These are just so sweet and like, so just hang with me. Okay. All right. Says, Don't make me cry. Okay, I'm going to try not to. It says, hi, William. I just want you want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Your videos on here has spoke to me like nothing I've seen before. I was in an emotional and mental and financial abusive relationship for 10 years. I finally asked him to leave after he cheated for the second time that I knew of. But... It took me two years to let the walls down and trust another man's word and trust that he would love me and treat me properly. Well, that soon turned to garbage when the abuse on every form started. He just recently has left our house and hasn't returned, but will verbally keep tabs on me. I've never been strong enough to leave, but your videos have had me... Have me Gave, have given me strength and reassurance that standing my ground and making sure this time is the last time I tolerate his abuse, disrespect, etc. It is what I need to do to save myself. Thank you again. Mm. Babe. Okay, and, I, and I'm just going to throw this because women ask me all the time. Why do you let him do this? And you want to know why I let him do this? Because of this right here. Because I get to see this. This is what I get to see. And yep. it, like, my heart totally is just, I love you. I love you too. Okay. Go. So, so to continue on the path that I normally on though, so she's, she's getting out of the relationship. The first one, obviously, was terrible. The second one seemed like it's terrible as well, too. You know, so you stood up to it and you're moving on. So and it, it's it's crazy because today's Tuesday. So I actually just did a speaking engagement on this and it said, do not allow, you know, people to <laughs> to disrespect you twice. Um, understanding the pattern 
is uh, or understanding the pattern is awareness stopping it from happening again is growth you know so she's growing that's my favorite yes you notice the pattern she put a stop to it and now she's moving on so there's growth there but i'm going to end up telling you if that person is listening to anybody else in the situation understand you are doing something wrong because the pattern actually is you now you're not doing something wrong to these people but you are accepting something into your life and you need to be aware of it now it could be small it could be major it could be you know something that you really have to change a whole lot of but you are somehow allowing this to happen to you repetitively and normally it's a boundary that you're not drawing getting involved with somebody too quickly not uh investigating overlooking things because of your attraction to them or attraction to the situation but you are allowing something to slip past you and you need to you know make sure that you Look within yourself and find out what that is. You normally it's boundaries. I have yeah, I, I have like a good kind of example. Like yeah. whenever I set a boundary for myself is that when I always needed to look at his phone. And I, I always needed to look at his phone. Like I was always checking, always looking. And then one day I just picked it up and I was gonna look at it and I was like, Do I even care anymore? Right. And and I just kind of threw it on the counter and walked away and never looked at it again. And won't ever look at another man's phone again. If I have to look, I'm gone. Yeah. It's just not something that I'm going to tolerate. Yeah. I mean, typically when you get to the point where you're looking for it, you're going to find it because it was it's there. Yeah. You know, the fact that it's even in your mind to look, there's a breakdown in communication. There's a breakdown in affection. There's a breakdown of something else. Yeah. And again, in some situations, the person is looking for, for something that's not even valid. Yeah. But, but something is missing. Regardless, something yeah. is missing. Um. So I mean, it, it's, it's it's hard to trust. I, I mean, I'll give you that. But it's just yeah, you have to work on things, um, before you get into another relationship because again, you don't want to drag that into another relationship. Yeah, you totally. Uh, like seriously, you gotta search like. You want to look at that phone so bad that you need to start searching into yourself and figure out what makes you happy and what you yeah, can tolerate I mean, and what you won't tolerate. Yeah, typically what I've seen just in the, the couple of years of social media and seeing messages and talking to people and also doing small researches on my end, you know, usually what it is is you, you, you let some red flag slip because you were afraid to not be without that person or you didn't want to be without that person or you were afraid to be alone. It's one of those three things. Because I guarantee you the signs were there. You didn't just wake up one morning and all of a sudden he was abusive. The yeah. signs were there. You were overlooking things because of your feelings. And you need to, to not do that. You have to draw boundaries and then stand on them. Yeah. Why would you draw a boundary and not stand on it? You know, so, I mean, it's, it, it, it takes diligence. It takes work. Um, and I'm not saying you got to have these outlandish, you know, uh, boundaries where nobody can get in, but you need to, to be more cautious, you know, and I had, I hate saying it that way. Cause I feel bad for the person. I know they've gone through a ton, you know, and, and so take the time out, work on yourself some more, continue to, to do the things that you want to do and let somebody fall in your lap. And, and even to the point where like, where are you looking? 
you know, most people go look through websites or through, um, you know, dating sites or go to the bar or, you know, go through friends to hook you up. And like, there's always these different places, but I, it amazes me that nobody goes to the place where they want them to be, you know? So if you think your ideal mate is somebody that likes to help people out, go join a soup kitchen. If you think your ideal, your idealistic person likes to, you know, camp or hike, go join a hunt, a camp or a camping or hiking group. You know, that's most likely where you're going to find the people that you fit in with. That's, you know why I mean? we, that's why we say go find your happy. That means go do yeah. things you enjoy because that is going to be like-minded people. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, start there. You know, <laughs> do the things you like to do instead of going to look for the partner. And I can guarantee you, you stumble across the partner in the process of finding yourself. It's just, it's guaranteed, I promise you. Yeah. So, right on the other side of happiness. Right. <laughs> Is that the last one? Um, no. No more. All right. Go we have it. a few more. Okay. Do we have time for a few more? Let's go with two more. Okay. Hey guys, don't hit. Don't forget to hit subscribe, please. <laughs> I know Instagram keeps putting me in a timeout. I said on IG, I wanted to ask you what you think about a 60-year-old man that thinks housework is women's work. He retired five years ago. I still work every day as a nurse. Dryers never unloaded. Washers never loaded. Dishwashers never loaded or cleaned out. I feel like a 1950s housewife without the luxury of being at home. Oh, mm -hmm. so uh, the roles have changed. Uh, uh, honey, let me just... That, that's the first thing I heard was he retired, okay? So the roles reversed because um, now you're the working woman and he's the stay-at-home person. So the roles have switched and you guys have never talked about it or um, sat down and had a discussion. I guarantee you, you don't even know how he really feels about it. Um, I'm not saying that he's right. What I'm saying is, is that a lot of times a role will flip and there's no discussion. <laughs> And uh, you guys were a team. To me, if things flip, you and I would have a discussion. Hey, okay, look, I, you would say, hey, Wes, I did this, 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 and this all day. I have to go to work and you're at home. What can we do to make this work? That discussion would be there. You know what I mean? And there wouldn't. So the roles can reverse. Don't get me wrong, but it's got to be a discussion about it. And I can guarantee you, he doesn't feel like he wants to do anything. And also, hell, being at home after all those years of working could be greatly affecting his life, affecting his mental health, could be affecting a lot of things. So those are the things that I see right away because I'm an overthinker. So I don't always, I didn't, you know, you notice I didn't jump right in and say, oh, he's wrong and she's right. There probably isn't the proper amount of communication between the two of them because there's a huge role flip and that is detrimental to any relationship and they need to have a discussion about it, you know? So You're so good. I'd have been like, ah, no, no. Yeah, no, but that, that, that's the biggest thing that I see. And again, he's not right for what he's doing. And she's not wrong for what she's saying. Um, I, I, like, I kind of went through that whenever he retired and he was home, like, through COVID and stuff. But, um, I, like, we did certain things a certain way and 
you know, then, and then I say yes to things and he doesn't think the kids should get to do that. And like, right. so things go back and forth and you just have to be like, you have to see eye to eye because if not, then things fall apart. Right. Right. Well, the other thing too, she said she was, instead of she was a nurse. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that didn't happen overnight. No. So obviously she was working and doing this stuff to begin with. But role reversals like are hard to switch. It's what like yeah, yeah. But see, but see now now let's do it this way too. Listen to what I was saying. Okay. So to me, it sounds like okay. It sounds like you were doing all this to begin with and working, and now you feel like because he's home, he should be doing it. Yeah. To help. Why? Yeah. Well, the help should have been there to begin with. But so, for instance, like if if, if they were in a conventional relationship where man duties, woman duties, you all know how conventional relationships work. Um, but even in a conventional relationship, just because there's a woman duty and a man duty, usually the man will still help out. He's not a, not a jerk. He just, they feel they both, that's the reason why they're in the relationship because they both feel this way that they'll have woman duties and man duties. So maybe it's that, you know, but again, what I just heard was you were doing it for a substantial amount of time and you feel like just because he's at home that he should do it. You're not taking his feelings into consideration at all. You're not validating what he's going through at all. But again, I'm only hearing one side of the story, so it's hard for me to say what's what. But it's a lot more to unpack on that than just he's wrong, although he is. I know. No, that was the last one that I have. <laughs> Thought I had one more. You <laughs> don't have one. That's fine. That's fine. We can, you know, we can, we can, you know, try to wrap it up from there. Do you have a closing thought? Um, I think that a lot of people's problems come with just miscommunication. Right. Even right. because you don't even know how to even, you don't even know what you want as a human, much less know what you want out of a relationship. Yeah. Or yeah. much less know who you are or what makes you happy. Right. And those things have to all be addressed before you know. Now, if you're just dating and to get the booty calls, do it. But make sure you let that person know that, hey, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, that way they can make a decision for what's right for them. Yeah. Like, yeah. be honest. Yeah, be honest and communicate effectively and look for comprehension. Because they don't comprehend what you're saying. It ain't worth them. A lick. And if somebody's <laughs> not giving you the attention that you need, tell them they cannot read your mind. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing too. Is people are afraid. It seems like people are afraid to talk, talk, talk. Say what's on your mind. If that person is anything of a partner, then they're going to listen to what you say. Right. They're going to validate your feelings. A conclusion between the two of y'all. Yeah. If somebody is mowing you down for saying what you feel then there is a huge problem and you most likely need to go see counseling, you know? So, and that's, you know, that's another thing too, with the emails that we're reading, I cannot stress more that we are not certified counselors. We are not psychiatrists and you do need to go. That's where you start. Just go find you a good psychiatrist. Go, go find somebody to talk to, you know? So yeah, that's it for me too. That's all for me. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, again, y'all have a good evening. Uh, make sure you reach out to us. Again, the link or the website is our email. Can't even speak. <laughs> www.beardedbeard.com. 
savagellc at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you guys and talking more. But for now, good night. Stay savage. We'll see you next time on the Savage Corner.